when asked about rising tensions between Delta Crabs and the Bolachers, Emperor Gorlak merely said that both would be dealt with in time. Here's hoping we don't see another day of smeared meat in our lifetime. On to happier news. It's that time again, from Day Night Hero Clicks. We now turn you over to coverage of this cycle's match. Frag Rock, everyone. Welcome, Feminites and Jowlbreakers. It's that time again. That's right. This is Fromday Night Clicks, brought to you by Axio Cola, the sweetest beverage in the quadrant. I'm Benjean, Tiberius, Rothschild, Dingle Dangle Dongle, Tauntaun Squibble, Avari, number ZB1 of Batch 1138 of the House of Huffledore. And I'm Evan. Welcome, everyone. For those of you from freshly conquered worlds just tuning in for the first time, Hero Clicks is the traditional imperial sport of champions dating back to the founding of the Tabletop Empire way back in 1452-33. Champions are selected from different parallel realities by our game masters and brought here to the great arena to wage and pitch combat for your entertainment. And entertaining it is, which makes your mandatory viewing of this broadcast seem that much more enjoyable. Ben, our ancestors believed that the champions competing in these games were actually extensions of massive invisible gods controlling their every action through instruments of chance. <laughs> what primitive cultures will believe? Am I right? You know you are. Thank the great Kirby we're beyond that. <laughs> oh, and look, the gladiators are entering the arena. Just look at those warriors. We've got quite a lineup for you this evening, folks. Hailing from what the local inhabitants of their universe call the 616. Oh, how quaint. You know it. This is Team Beta. Their team captain is taking his place in the arena. He's an agent of a spy organization known as SHIELD, an acronym that in their language means Strategic Hazard Intervention Espionage Logistics Directorate. Sounds like somebody really wanted their name to spell SHIELD. Well, the strategic part is appropriate. He was chosen by the Beta Game Master because he's a master of strategy. Agent, agent Phil, Phil Coulson, look at him, already assessing the field of battle and checking his own weapons. It's important to note that we do allow the warriors to bring weapons and armor and costumes that they would usually use in combat in their home dimensions. Speaking of weapons, we have a duo taking their place near Coulson. They are human, like Coulson, but are considered mutants. And in this case, that means their very bodies are weaponized. One is able to create light projections and solid light projectiles, while the other controls a cloak of dark energies. It's Cloak and Dagger. What is the creature ambling behind them? That's the man thing, Evan. Evan. Who or what is the man thing? He's a muck-encrusted mockery of a male human and holds the role of nexus of all realities in their universe. He's also a walking pile of swamp muck with little to no intelligence. I don't know why anyone would put him on their team, but the Beta Game Master must have his reasons. The final contestant from Beta Team is now entering the arena. Now this is more like it. Indeed. Part human, part Olympian, that muscular specimen is Hercules, Hercules, the the Prince Prince of of power. Power. You can see why he was brought into the team to hit and to hit hard. He looks very much at home in the arena. Look at him, playing to the crowd, raising his mace into the air and soaking up the crowd's wild cheering. If nothing else, he looks like a crowd pleaser. On the other side of the battle arena, the opponents are taking their places. As usual, Game Master Epsilon didn't just pull a team from an alternate universe, he pulled them from different eras of their timeline. A timeline, I might add, that's pretty messy. If any universe ever deserved the description of a timeline that is wibbly-wobbly, timey-wimey, it's this one. That's certainly what it sounded like from Game Master Epsilon's press conference. And now, from what the locals call Earth One. <laughs> Talk about quaint naming conventions. Well, it might be Earth Zero. Game Master Epsilon was a little unclear. Here comes Team Epsilon. 
First, taking his position front and center, the team leader, a name, a face, and a family crest on his chest that truly needs no introduction in any reality, the Man of Steel, the last son of Krypton, standing for truth, justice, in the American way, whatever that means, it's, it's Superman. Superman. Next, taking his place at Superman's side, from Superman's future, a young man who took up the mantle left by one of the greatest heroes in that universe's recorded history, and a couple of others. It's, it's Batman. Batman. Superman and Batman? Even I've heard of both of them. You'll notice, though, that this is a different Batman. This is Terry McGinnis, a Batman from beyond the present chronological measurement. Someone else standing with them. I, I didn't even see him enter the arena. Ah, yes. Also from their future, but living in the present day, this teenage hero is technically only a few years old, being raised in a virtual reality environment in an attempt to help his brain keep up with his lightning-fast metabolism. It's the grandson of The Flash, founding member of Young Justice, Bart Allen, a.k.a. Imps. And now, plucked from Superman's past, from the battlefields of their world's second global war, it's Princess Diana of Themyscira, Wonder, Wonder Woman. Woman. I know her too. Game Master Epsilon is truly bringing in a powerhouse team. Another teenager of unconventional upbringing, Cassandra Kane, was raised from birth with lethal combat as her only form of language. Now, abandoning the life she was forced into, she fights only to protect Gotham City as Batgirl. Bat Another Bat-human? Has Game Master Epsilon unfairly stacked the Fizzbin deck? Ah, the last member takes the field. Yes, indeed. And lastly, it's... Am, am I reading this right? Yeah, yeah. Yes? Uh, yeah. Yep. All right. Yep. I am being assured that I am reading this correctly. Mm -hmm. yep. We have a man who meets his quota of speeding tickets every month, uh, whose wife brings the best cookies at the station's Christmas potluck, and who is scheduled to retire from the force tomorrow. It's one of Central City Police Department's finest, Stan, Stan Lebowitz. What? <laughs> What can okay. I say? Those portal jocks sure have a sense of humor. That they do. And a special thanks to Chronocore for making this extra special time-traveling team a reality. We want to remind those of you keeping track at home that while not often used, time travel is completely legal and entirely within the rules of the game. It looks like the contestants are lining up for the start of the match. Coulson trying to get the attention of the team while Superman's teammates are looking to him for guidance. Each contestant has been briefed on the rules of engagement, including the ever-important no-killing rule. Now. I know what you're thinking, but if we let them kill each other, we wouldn't be able to bring them back for rematches now, would we? Certainly not. And when time travel gets involved, we don't want one contestant to get killed, causing another contestant from the same universe, but a different era to be affected and change the match in the middle because of a corrupted timeline. And again, I don't know if you could corrupt Team Epsilon's timeline much more than it has been already. You know it. Now, this match will take place on the classic arena loadout, an open battlefield with some large boulders scattered throughout with a raised balcony circling the outer edge. Ah, and it looks like the Game Masters have agreed to a special twist this evening, a bottomless pit that has been placed in the center of the arena. That's definitely a hazard to watch out for, Ben. Remember the Palpatine match of 83? Let's hope that doesn't happen again here. Of course, if we show it at the beginning, we're going to use it at the end, right? Nah, we're getting word that the match is about to begin. We'll return after a word from our sponsor. Tonight's match brought to you by Axio Cola. Axio, it's the taste that'll have your head blobs glowing all night long.
Looking for a unique gift for Sheridar Solstice this phase? In need of some visualizations for that new hollow book you're writing? Then look no further than the official graphics corp for From Day Night Clicks. Darkwings.us. Experience in graphic design, caricature, cartooning, and logo creation. All your visualization needs under one roof. Darkwings.us. Visit today on the Galactic Net during approved government regulated Galactic Net access times. And we're back! The match of the cycle is about to begin and we are here to cover it for you live. There's the beacon, the match is on! Here comes Hercules, just barreling out of the gate. You can see Coulson there yelling something at him. Doesn't look like Hercules is hearing him. Looks like he's having the time of his life. Yes, he does. Look at those strides. Superman and Impulse making their way to the center. The speed on these guys is just incredible. Hercules is already at the precipice of the pit, taking position on a boulder at the edge. With Superman and Impulse taking cover behind some boulders on the other side, it looks like Wonder Woman's taking a similar strategy in the open area of the north side. Here come Cloak and Dagger behind Hercules, flanking to his right. Batman flying in on the opposite side with those jet boots of his, taking point on the south balcony. And you can barely see her there, but it looks like Batgirl is making for the balcony as well, to the north. Coulson and Man-Thing bringing up the rear for Team Beta. Man-Thing looking like he's on his own mission. Do you see any sort of strategy here, Ben, for Team Beta? Not at the moment. Looks like we have a team of loose cannons. Their team leader has no control. It's looking like Epsilon is a team who has it together. Here comes Dagger firing some light daggers at Impulse. Oh, but he dodges at super speed. Not surprising. Cloak moving into shield here. Impulse comes in for a strike and oh, what's this? Cloak has tangled Impulse in his cloak. Whoa, a bright light from center field. Looks like Superman has turned on the heat vision. He's firing across the pit at Hercules. Look at those powerful eye beams. But Hercules is dodging. He's dodging Superman's heat vision. Hercules jumping across the pit to take on Superman at close range. What am I seeing? And now it's a double team. Man-Thing is emerging from some sort of teleportation to the battle between Hercules and Superman. He's reaching out to touch Superman. Oh, but the Man of Steel is too quick. Now he's contending with Hercules and Man-Thing at the same time. Impulse still tangled in the cloak. He better get free soon. Here comes Coulson. Oh, an icer shot straight to the leg from Coulson. Any normal Terran would be out for the count, but it looks like Impulse's metabolism is burning through that icer formula. But it looks like he is slowing down, Ben. Not a good thing when speed is your only superpower. Not only that, but our special cameras are showing that the cloak is actually sapping Impulse's strength the longer he stays tangled in it. It is not looking good at this point. Looks like Dagger is turning her sights toward Wonder Woman, who's now taking a stance on top of a boulder. Light daggers from Dagger. Deflected! Wonder Woman has deflected the light daggers with those famous bracelets of hers. Back over to the Superman fight, here comes Stanley Leibowitz. What? That police officer from Central City shooting at Man-Thing, trying to draw him off of Superman. Incredible bravery. Or stupidity. Time will tell. The gambit worked. Man-Thing leaving the fight with Superman to go after Stanley. Hercules holding his mace in one hand, but winding up for a mighty punch with his other. Superman goes to block and... Oh! Oh, a direct hit! A direct hit! I felt the shockwave from that punch here in the booth. A direct hit to that S-Shield that has sent Superman reeling. I don't care where you're from, that's gotta hurt. Superman coming back in, landing a punch of his own! Hercules not even flinching, Superman looking battered and confused. Just like our audience, I think, Ben. This is unprecedented. Superman is having little to no effect. Man-Thing closing in on Leibowitz. He seems to be attracted to the law officer's fear. Look at his face. It's as white as a plorga. He is just shooting at Man-Thing, but it looks like that fear is affecting his aim. And here comes the touch. Oh! 
That looks like it stinks. I would not want to be Stanley Leibowitz right about now. Impulse trying to break free from that cloak. It is not working. Trying a different strategy now, attempting to attack Cloak directly, but that's not having an effect either. Impulse is just tangled in that Cloak, and it looks like he is not going to be able to break free. We are seeing more and more strength just drain from his body. Oh, here we go. Batman has finally taken flight from where he was perched on that balcony. Here he comes behind Agent Coulson, but he's seen him! Coulson firing on Batman, misses. Look at those barrel rolls, Ben. We haven't seen a move like that since Armor Wars 13. Here come the batterings, but Coulson is just dodging left and right. Don't let the clothes fool you, the man is nimble. Dagger and Wonder Woman still duking it out. Wonder Woman throwing her tiara, ouch! A direct hit to the face for Dagger. And that is heavy Amazonian craftsmanship. That tiara is nothing to sneeze at. I don't think Dagger will be doing any sneezing anytime soon with a hit like that. Oh, here comes Cloak to Dagger's rescue. They are both just trying to do anything they can to Wonder Woman, but she is just moving. Last we saw Cloak, he was battling Impulse, but there is no sign of Impulse on the battlefield. Impulse is just gone. Hercules winding up for another punch, but Superman ready for him this time, a successful block. Superman coming in for a counter blow. Look at that, he is just pouring on the speed. Uh, but he's not landing anything helpful, Ben. Hercules mm -mm. is just dominating in this fight, and it looks like Superman's starting to sweat. Everyone knows the S stands for hope, but I'd say there's little hope for Superman now. Wait, Man-Thing has just come up behind Superman. What is he doing? It's not the touch, it's... This is incredible! Oh In all my cycles of broadcasting, I've never seen anything like this. Man-Thing has taken down Superman. The Man of Steel is down, taken down by the Man of Slime. Let's catch that again on the replay. It looks like some sort of poison attack. Right there, in Superman's back, and the Man of Steel is down. Hercules not taking it well, yelling at Man-Thing and screaming at the heavens. His face is redder than a lembar, Ben. He wanted to deal that final blow. Okay, Batman taking another pass at Coulson. Coulson's got another gun. This one, not an icer. I'm not sure what it does. Oh! Batman blown out of the sky. So that's what it does. Look at that. Batman has been blown back several yards and has landed in a heap on the ground. Batman struggling to get up. Here comes Coulson. No! Here comes Man-Thing. What is going on? Batman firing everything he's got at Man-Thing, but it is doing nothing. Even with the mask, you can see Batman is terrified. Here's the wind up and it he's done it again man thing has taken down batman man thing has taken down batman man thing is just a kill stealer tonight colson not looking nearly as peeved as hercules did cloak and dagger still at it with wonder woman wonder woman attacking dagger oh another shot to the head for dagger this time from behind batgirl emerging from the shadows to double team dagger with wonder woman and there she goes dagger is down for the count hercules joining the fray he and cloak now double teaming wonder woman cloak and wonder woman exchanging a few blows looks like cloak finally managed to land one and oh 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 it is over it is over feminites and jawbreakers wonder woman and batgirl are down hercules has taken down the two remaining epsilon combatants look at his face though he is not happy he is pointing his mace at man thing colson getting between them Seems to have a calming effect. What a match. What a match. There's the final beacon, and there's our winners. Hercules, Man-Thing, Coulson, and Cloak, with only Dagger down for the count for Team Beta. 
Hercules may not be happy, but the arena crowd sure is. Team Epsilon completely destroyed in this match, a surprising turn of events. You got that right. Team Beta was outnumbered and they appeared to be operating under an every man for himself mentality, where Team Epsilon seemed to have a solid plan at the outset, but were completely taken apart as the match progressed. Evan, why do you think Superman went down so easily? Hard to say, Ben, but it could be related to the supernatural nature of Hercules' strength. Superman is known to have a vulnerability to magic. Or maybe it was just a really powerful punch. A really lucky, powerful punch. <laughs> no matter how you slice it, though, this is a huge upset. Here come the scrub bots to clean up the field, and as usual, the combatants will have their memories wiped and be returned to their respective realities and times until their next match. And now let's hear from the Game Masters. Game Master Beta, to what do you attribute your victory? I had a master of strategy on the field. But he lost control of his team almost immediately. That only shows you how good a strategist he is. Losing control of his team became his strategy. Also, I had a swamp monster. Yes, and that turned out to be one of your master strokes. What caused you to put him on your team? What can I say? I love swamp monsters. They're awesome. If you say so. Now let's hear from Game Master Epsilon. Mr. Epsilon, what went wrong? Chaos ruled this day. There was no way I should have lost. It just doesn't make sense. I know, you had Superman! This much I know. This will not be the last time I meet Game Master Beta on this field of battle. And next time, I shall win. Any other words for your fans at home? Game Master Beta will rule this day. He will look back on this day, and he will rule it. There will be a rematch. This is not over. And when next we meet, prepare to rule this day, Game Master Beta. Prepare to rule it. And there you have it, another exciting night of From Day Night Clicks. I'm sure you'll be talking about this match all cycle around the slave mines. You know it. And remember, when you need that pick-me-up while you're picking up ore in the mines, pick up a can of Axio Cola. Until next cycle, I'm Evan. And I'm Ben. Strickon and Frag Rock. Strangers and Aliens presents From Day Night Hero Clicks, Episode 1. Written and directed by Evan David and Ben Avery. Featuring the vocal talents of Ben Avery, Evan David, and Steve McDonald. Sequence of events based on a real Hero Clicks match played by Evan and Ben. <laughs>